0: Yes, you don't get in life what you want, you get in life what you are. In order to do something you've never done, you've got to become someone you've never been. And so we must put in the work and the time and the effort. Welcome to a new episode of Most <laughs> Memorable
1: Journeys. I am a little starstruck not right now because um, my guest is An amazing man. And uh, I'm not going to talk much. We're going to, everybody knows him. I don't need to introduce him. But he is one of the world's most renowned motivational speakers. And he taught me that I have greatness within me. Welcome to Most Memorable Journeys, Les Brown.
0: Thank you. It's a plumb-pleasing pleasure as well as a privilege. Thank you so much for having me here. And congratulations to you for the work that you're doing that people need now more than ever. Conversations about hope, about joy, and strategies on how they can maximize the impact of their lives. And, and that's what you do. You're not just a messenger, but your life is an example of your message.
1: That's so kind. You mean I am not just a pretty face?
0: Like this, what we're talking about. Yes, you, you've got the three Bs, brains, beauty, and the body.
1: Let's uh, let's be serious here. <laughs> yeah. Les, um it wasn't always like that. You had a memorable journey. And uh, when we were talking on the phone and you asked me what my podcast is about, I said it's most memorable journeys because life is a journey. And your life started off pretty tough, didn't it?
0: Yes, I was, I was born in an abandoned building on a floor in a poor section of Miami, Florida called Liberty City with my twin brother, Wesley. And here I am, I am 79. And the if people go online and put in the Les Brown 2021 surprise, the Les Brown 2021 surprise, they see a story about how my twin brother and I discovered our birth mother and father at this stage of our lives. He's with me now. And it's been fascinating, jaw-dropping, because I never thought I would meet anyone who knew my birth mother or father and never thought I would see a picture of them or hear stories about them. But we have at this stage of our lives. And it's, it's a fascinating thing because as you said life is a journey. It's life is live going forward, but we connect the dots looking back. That's when we begin to understand it and, and things begin to make sense for us.
1: And everything happens for a reason, doesn't it? We um yes. there are obstacles in our lives that we have to overcome so we can become the people we are.
0: Yes, and... And some things we won't get any answers for. And I've learned to make that okay.
1: (laughs) I think this is so true. And you know what? I also think we cannot always be well. There are times when we feel like, you know what? So I think that's okay too once in a while, isn't it? And just make the best of it.
0: All adversities and setbacks and disappointments, I say, are pregnant with new possibilities. And through the care to building experience of going through that journey, we discover things about ourselves that we don't know. Because in in order to overcome things that's thrown in our path, we must be willing to die to who we've been to give birth, to who we have it within ourselves to become to break through and keep moving.
1: That's a lot. That sounds like a lot less, but it's true. It's absolutely true. So let's talk a little bit about journeys now. When you travel, you travel a lot for work. You speak all over the world. Do you actually get the time or the chance to see the places where you go to?
0: No, I do not get rather... Let me say I don't take the time to do it. I am to most people if you look at me I I would would say I live a boring life <laughs> because, I seriously doubt that but go on because I like interacting with people I like uh, reading and listening to motivational messages I like time with myself and so I've seen a lot of beautiful things but I've never been one who wanted to explore the cities and the countries that I've been in. I had a cousin who used to travel with me and and he would always leave to go to see everything. But I was just fine with room service <laughs> and preparing maybe, and to study for the groups that I was going to speak to. That was just fine for me.
1: Yeah, maybe you've seen it in a previous life, so you are you don't need to see it again. And uh, you're just happy with yourself. I mean, that is a nice thing to say because many people have difficulties being by themselves. They don't like
0: their own company. Yes, I enjoy my company. I talk to myself and I answer myself too.
1: <laughs> do you argue with myself with yourself sometimes? Or do you always agree?
0: I disagree with myself quite a lot. And what I'm learning as we evolve to the next level, that all of us will reach that point in our lives continuously, as Einstein said. He said, the thinking that has brought me this far has created some problems that this thinking can't solve. When you look at where we are now the beginning of the year, a lot of people have this theme of doing more in 24 and and many have made resolutions that they've forgotten. They've already but, broken. Well, yeah, it's already broken, but what's, what's very important for us to make, not resolutions, but a commitment that I'm going to learn something today that I didn't know yesterday, a commitment that I'm going to create some experiences with the people that I love and the people who care about me and looking out for me, and, and so that I can live a life of no regrets. They, they did a study, this lady, she was a hospice nurse and she worked with people who were very wealthy and listened to their conversations in their last days. And what kept coming up in those conversations, not how much revenue they generated or the millions or billions of dollars that they'd created, but what kept coming up they wish they had taken the time to pay attention to the relationships of people who care for them, who looked out for them, and and to nurture relationships that were meaningful to them, but they just put too many things on their plate that they did not make a decision to prioritize creating experiences with people that, they love. In the book called The University of Success, Ogmandino, who was a very good friend of mine, who wrote the book, The Greatest Salesman in the World, he said, most people never achieve their goals in life because they find themselves sidetracked by secondary activity, engaging in doing things that occupy their time and efforts that's other people's stuff, and and they put their stuff on the back burner. And that in order to live the life that you want to live, I was saying to people in a speech I gave the other day, make the first 90 days of the year a season of no. Because every time you say yes to something that's not in alignment with what you want to do with your life, you are saying no to things that has some meaning to you. So make make it important to start saying no. Um, Warren Buffett said, he says no over 50 times a day because that you have got to decide what's important to me. And one of the things in the stance that I'm taking with my life, something Steve Jobs said, I read the other day and I said, whoa. And he said, when I start my day, He said, I tell people live each day as if it were your last because one day it will be. And he said, I asked myself the question, if this were in fact the last day of my life, would I want to do the things that I have laid out before me? Whoa. And so this morning when I got up, This is a part of what I wanted to do. Why? Because it's in alignment with my wanting to use my voice, my story, and my connection with people who want to speak light in the midst of the darkness, who want to make impact and and be able to leave the world in in better shape than how they found it. And so I'm doing what I want to do. If this were in fact the last day of my life, I said, I got a chance to talk to Elizabeth. Oh, behave. (laughs) Hallelujah.
1: This is amazing because I was just going to say to you, you know, Warren Buffett says no so many times, but you said yes to me today. And that means a lot. I am really, really grateful. I want to come back to a couple of things you said about the people in, you know, on their last days of their lives. I think people also regret that they don't tell their loved ones that they love them. I think we should tell each other that we love each other more often. Don't you think?
0: Whenever I talk with my children or people that I care about, we punctuate the end of the conversation with, I love you. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's very important. God is love and he who dwelleth in love dwelleth in God and God in them. And if we make a decision to, and you know this to be true. To make a decision to live our life from our heart, where your heart is, there your treasures also. A heart driven life is one that's clothed in love and joy and peace and harmony, so that you are an asset to the universe as opposed to a liability.
1: Mm, and I think one of the most important things in life is being kind, being kind to everybody, not just to the people who are important, but to everybody that we come across.
0: you know, something that Wayne Dyer said, if you have a choice between being right and being kind, choose to be kind. And you can tell a lot about a person's character based upon how they treat someone that they consider unimportant. And, and when you live your life from a place of love and knowing that all of us have value, regardless of their accomplishments, regardless of what they did not do with their lives, and just decide to anchor yourself of living a life of love, of living a life of compassion, of living a life of contribution and, and deciding to live a life that will outlive you. And that's what you and I have done. We decided that, We don't want to leave the world as we now see it. We're going to do our part. We can't do everything, but we can do something. George Washington Carver said, do what you can where you are with what you have and never be satisfied.
1: That's wonderful. Wonderful. Now, you said you and I are, we have done a lot of work. I've done a lot of work. You've done a lot of work on myself. And I uh, try to bring light into other people's lives. But what would you say to somebody who is listening to this now and who is feeling really, really down, who is at, at the moment in life when everything is going wrong? What is, what would be the turnaround um, secret less? What would you say to a person who is, I don't know, maybe a little bit of in a victim But you see, some people don't know that they are victims. How do you tell people nicely that they need to get their act together?
0: I think it's important that we say to people, you're going through some stuff. It's painful. It's disappointing. It's disorienting. And it has not come to stay. It has come to pass. When things are good, trust me, at some point in time, things are going to go bad. And when they're bad, trust me, sometimes they're going to get better. And so the things that that we're doing, and you talk about it, the journey, it's a journey. Sometimes things are up and sometimes they're down. Victor Frankl calls it in his book, Man's Search for Meaning, unavoidable suffering that it's a part of the process and you discover a lot about yourself on the other side of the puff, of, of the of the suffering that 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 when you reach beyond your comfort zone which which Brian Tracy called your danger zone you you discover new things about yourself it's character building to go through stuff so understand that whatever you're facing Together, you and God can handle it. And what's most important, don't focus on what you're going through. Focus on where you're going and have the mindset and the assumption, I got this, and keep working. Commit thy works unto the Lord, and thy thoughts shall be established. And all thy ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. Just do what you can where you are with what you have. And God will do what you can't do. And and when you think about it, that that is just a season. We have seasons in this journey. And we have to continue to work and to push forward. I have a saying, when life knocks you down, try and land on your back. Because if you could look up, you could get up. <laughs> it's yes. a part of the process of this journey.
1: Very, very true. Now, for those people who don't know the book, Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl, that most important, it's definitely one of my favorite books in the world. That famous phrase is that you can basically, the explanation is you cannot change what happens, but you can always change how you want to react. It's like, what is it between... I don't remember, there's a space and in that space is the power where you have the time to decide how you want to react. I think that is very, very beautiful.
0: Yes, it's. we have the choice to react or we have the choice to respond. Uh, most people, because they focus so much on the problem, what you focus on the most, what you pay attention to most, it's going to impact you negatively if it's something that's adversarial, but if you, in the midst of all the stuff that's going on, affirm to yourself, I'm gonna get through this. Affirm to yourself, Lord, whatever I face today, together together, you and I can handle it. Affirm to yourself that this is not going to get the best of me. I, I was talking to a young man who had made some bad decisions, came from a very wealthy family. And he went to jail. And something happened to him as he was looking at the inmates in the jail that was a breakthrough for him. That all the things his mother and father said to him didn't get through to him. But this is something he said to himself as he looked at the other inmates in the jail where he was. He said to himself, I'm not one of them. I'm not one of them. And when he was released, He changed his life because he began to embrace the identity of the environment that he came up in, of the the identity that I want to live my life where I'm making choices that represents the highest that's in me, the best that is in me. I want to live my life as a gift. There's a quote I love very much that says, life is God's gift to us and how we live our lives. Is our gift to God. And at that point, his life was a curse. It caused his parents a lot of pain and disappointment. But in that moment, that awakening, that epiphany, I'm not one of them. He took his life in another direction. You think about Robert Frost, two roads diverge in a yellow wood, and I, I selected the one less traveled by, and that has made all the difference
1: beautiful very very beautiful and coming back to the man in jail i think everybody deserves a second chance because we all make mistakes we or whatever it want you want to call it sometimes it's just an experience it's not a mistake and i always believe who am i to judge i've done things as well that were not exactly you know so fine
0: Yes. And the only people that are not making mistakes are in the cemetery.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> and we don't want to go there, do we? <laughs> no, 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 no. Not right
1: now. Um, have you ever been to Cyprus? I am living on the island of Cyprus in the eastern Mediterranean. Um, One of the
0: few places that I have not visited that I think would be exciting
1: Yes. So I think we should may have a date one of these days and you should come here and and uh, maybe do a little speaking because it's a beauty beautiful area in the world. But we're not done yet. And to be honest with you, I don't know at what time we started this recording. So we're going to go a little bit more if you have time.
0: Yes, I have time for Elizabeth. I do. Uh,
1: that is so kind. Now, um we were saying before that sometimes life brings you down. Sometimes life, um you know, hits us hard. But another thing that I want to talk about is this famous journey. Life is a journey, we said. But don't you agree with me that some people don't enjoy the journey? They are too focused on the destination, which they may never reach?
0: This this is, is true. And how you set out on this journey has a lot to do with your environment, with the people around you, the things that you see, the things that you observe, the download of the culture that you live in. Because you think about it, we go through 12 years of school from first grade to to 12th grade, and they don't teach us how to begin to love ourselves and to appreciate ourselves. They, they measure our intelligence based upon our ability to memorize. They don't train us to be critical thinkers and determine our purpose and, and to examine ourselves. Socrates says an unexam- unexamined life isn't worth living. So we don't answer the question in school, who am I? what do i stand for what do i represent what do i in what do i value what's the purpose of my being here you know i'm i'm looking at my life now i'm 79 what's next you know what what is it you want to do with the time that you have less left less you have more yesterdays than tomorrow's. And all of us are going to leave here, all of us on the edge of life. And so determining how can I maximize the time that I have left so that and part of what I'm doing is training and developing speakers and teaching them how to tell their story, how to use their story to be a voice of influence or use their story to promote their business or to be a voice of hope and inspiration and earn money by speaking and training and developing themselves and and letting people know that that where they are now are that that that's not their destiny they have the power in them to do more to have more and to experience more so because there's there's no success without successors. And one of the things one of my mentees, Miles Moreau, talked about before he passed, live full and die empty. And so my goal is is to train speakers, how to influence people and create an experience with an audience to transform them individually and collectively, and how to live full and die empty. That most people die at age 25 Mm -hmm. and don't get buried until they're 65. That is very, very
1: true. And I think our school system, and it's the same where you are, has a lot to answer for. I think children should be taught emotional intelligence instead of having to learn, I don't know, things that they never use in their lives.
0: This is very true. And I think that we're living in a time that it's going to happen, that it's ready. It's a point where because of artificial intelligence, because of how things have changed, that over 350 million jobs are going to be replaced by artificial intelligence with all the disruptions that's going on locally and nationally in terms of politics. uh, People are now looking at themselves, especially coming out of the pandemic, where they've had time to sit with themselves and family members and rethink their lives. And so this is a time that people are now asking the question, what's next in my life? What do I want to do from here? How is it that I can live a life that I can feel proud of, live a life of no regrets? Living
1: a life of no regrets, that, that is that is a big deal. And I think um, we need to work on it daily. I think it's important. Every day is a
0: new opportunity. Yes, you don't get in life what you want, you get in life what you are. In order to do something you've never done, you've got to become someone you've never been. And so we must put in the work and the time and the effort. But the other thing that's very important, Elizabeth, and you know this to be true, we've got to look at ourselves and ask the question, who should I count on and who should I count out? Harvard University did an 85 year study of people who became successful. And what they found that the people who were successful, what they had in common was they had a reference group, a group of people that held them accountable, a group of people of collaborative, achievement driven, supportive relationships, a group of people that were going in the direction of where they're going. I, I teach people about the value of OQP, only quality people. The Academy Award winner Sydney Portier said, When you go for a walk with someone, something happens without being spoken. Either you adjust to their pace or they adjust to your pace. And so we have to ask ourselves a question when we look at our relationships whose pace have we adjusted to?
1: Wow. Yes. And it's not always necessary to adjust isn't you know there
0: are people who are not good for us. and I think oh we- you are right. there there's some people that will pull you down before you can pull them up. <laughs> 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 so that so I have a friend named Celeste Johnson. she calls it Operation Clean Slate. that there are times in your life that you have to look at your life, look at your relationships. And you have to detoxify your life. You have to stop making people a priority who've made you an option and and surround yourself with people that you can learn from, that you can grow from, people that can help you to grow mentally and emotionally and spiritually and financially and to live a life that you were born and chosen out of of 400 million sperm to live.
1: Wow, this is like... I have just spent half an hour with the person that I should be spending most of my time with. People who bring, who who, who, uh, who pull you up, who who uh, inspire you, motivate you, and I think we all know these people, or we can sort of, you know, motivate each other. I think there is a big choice. There is a, a, a spiral. You either go up or you go down. And I think if you decide to to do something with your life, you better choose an upward spiral.
0: Absolutely. I want to leave this with you because I'm getting ready for another Zoom.
1: Yes, and I I, I think I've taken enough of your time. But, um, yeah, yes. but I want to pro- leave
0: this quote with our listeners. Number one, it's by Jim Rowan. He said, when the end comes for you, let it find you conquering a new mountain, not sliding down an old one. <laughs>
1: And I'm the other thinking. thing, people
0: who are interested in the work that I do, go to lesbrownmasterclass.com. Les And I will put
1: the all the links and I will put your website and your books and everything in the show notes. And I will send you the links and I hopefully you will share them as well. And I have to tell you, I this has been delightful. I really, really appreciate this. And I want to say a quick shout out to Marie Cosgrove, who helped me, who connected me with you.
0: Yeah, that's my very good friend. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye Bye for now, Elizabeth. (laughs) Thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you for being on most
1: memorable journeys. All the best.
0: Thank you. Same to you. Take
1: care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. If you enjoy my podcast, please like, share, and subscribe to my channel, You will find all the information in the show notes.